Yeah, I feel like you're getting on. more Arab throughout the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to be cutting a shawarma. It's so bright. It's so bright. You will be our first non-Arab. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, so. What's the matter? Norman Finkelstein wasn't available? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we had to, uh, yeah, we had to we settle, had to, man. Nah, yeah. I get it. We tried Norman no, Finkelstein. No, no, no. Don't Norman settle. Go- That's the problem, actually. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we oh, actually... We- facts. No settlements. Yeah. Should I mean, he also it? went on Piers Morgan and condemned the resistance. So you know what I mean? You'll never see me do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of your faves went on Piers Morgan and said, uh, you know, that he fucking hates the resistance. And so we were blindfolded. They had our hands tied behind our backs. We were in a dark room. They were playing loud music. Essentially, they were like sensory deprivation torturing us. Mm-hmm. Most of the American guys in this pledge class were like super uncomfortable because we'd never been tortured before. Mm-hmm. But I could hear Naturally. I could hear two Zionists, like the Israeli guys, uh, they were like laughing, like cackling. Um, like hyenas you know what I mean and they're also tied up they were also tied up side by side to us and so we were like hey what's up with you guys you guys are giving off psycho vibes right you know what I mean like we love yeah yeah and literally they said bro they said to me they said we used to do this to Palestinians all the time no way and so that is like the first that, time. At that moment, they fucked up. Yeah, dog. That, they <laughs> yeah. created me, actually. Yeah. It was the problem. If they had just yeah. shut no. the fuck up. Like, the origin story. Yeah, for real. That is my sure. origin story. Wow. They reap what they've all conspired in. And I hope they meet their own designs and closely tweaked and bleak self-prescribed end. And the world will speak and seek truth from blindness. And we'll all be free from Zionist confinements, man. Bars. You know what I'm saying? We you know I can rap as well. Yet. Can you? Yeah. Bro, spit some. Are we right still now. rolling? Yeah. All right. I got the skill, will, and ability to fill up a soliloquy. Ooh. Parallel to Paramount, but you'd probably rather get rid of me because these are loose times, but these rhymes speak with legitimacy. Mm. If we live in a free, non-fascist society, then why are we surrounded by surveillance and bombarded for ID? Ooh. It's not so my friends could keep a tab on where to find me. My mm. kin and everyone I've been with is standing right behind me. Ooh. Keep our mind focused on basketballs or on rings when we should be looking for them crooked ones we call kings. Bro, what the heck just Let's happened? Go. Bro, he can do everything. Yeah. Comedy, yeah. rap, political, com- political commentary. So much. On, so much. Does anybody recognize me from the Palestine pod? Okay, yeah, we have a marketing problem. Uh... Zionism is a house of cards. And just like Kevin Spacey, they have a weird relationship to children. We're about 100 days into the genocide of the Palestinian people by the Israelis, and people are still confusing Judaism and Zionism. Judaism says do not kill and do not steal. Zionism says kill everyone and steal everything. Let's get it, guys. I'm doing well. Thank y'all for asking. Man. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate Absolutely, bro. This guy knows more Arabic than me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed, bro. Honestly, and appreciative. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you this so much. Crazy. Love the platform you guys are building as well. Man, oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, and speaking bro. of, welcome to the 10th episode of the Habibi House podcast. Oh, that was episode nice. 10? Wow, that's like a whole season right there. Yeah. That's right. And we yeah. have a very special Crazy. guest today, Michael Scherzer. One hey. of the specialists. Hey. Thank you so One much. One of the most specialists. So much. You will be our first non-Arab. 
Oh, okay, nice. Right, so What's the matter? Norman Finkelstein wasn't available? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we had to, uh, we yeah, had to we settle. Had to, yeah. Nah, I get it. <laughs> we tried Norman no, Finkelstein. No, no, no. Don't Norm settle. McDon- That's the problem, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we oh, actually... We, facts. No settlements. Yeah. yeah. No settlements. Yeah. No, man. No, listen. This is so awesome. First non-Arab. First non-Arab. First Jewish. First Jewish. First wow. Jewish Thank person. Thank you so much. And so first anti-Zionist. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would have to Jewish be... Jewish person. The same well, person, otherwise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it'd be tough, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've well, had we, anti-Zionists, just not, not, not yeah, not yeah. a Jewish. Well, one. proud, proud of both. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to our Jewish brothers and sisters uh, all over the world. Yeah, and fighting uh, occupation. Yes. Oh, so, God. I mean, oh, we want to just get into it about your story. Well, Where'd you grow up? I love up? that he said he's proud of both too, because like yeah. that's important, right? People yeah. think if you're uh, Jewish and not. Zionist, you're not proud of your Jewish. Jew- right, right. One of the one of the tactics, the Zionist tactics, is to like isolate Jews who speak up for Palestinians right. because uh, you know it threatens their narrative. Yeah. Right. Our existence threatens 100%. their narrative. Um, we and share that in common. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. That's why we struggle together. Yes. Right. Um, yes. And so it's like people confuse the two often because the occupation's government is claiming to be a representative of all Jewish people, right. but many Jews reject them. Yes. Um, and here's a, you know, like an easy way to remember. It's like Judaism tells you do not kill and do not steal. Mm-hmm. And Zionism tells you kill everyone and steal anything. Right. So pretty easy to remember. Especially if they're <laughs> Palestinian. Right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So this word Zionism yeah. has come up a lot. Uh, do you, I don't know, for people that don't know, what is it? What is it? Because, I mean, you, you ask some Jewish people, they'll say Zionism is just, well, I want Israel to exist. And, you know, like they'll take it, they'll be like, what do you mean? What, what are what we do doing? You, what do you think of the people with that take? Like, I mean, that narrative. I think Zionism needs to be defined by its actions, mm. right? It's Which is over 75 years of colonialism, yes. genocide, yes. forced displacement, yes. murder, yes. rape. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it can be defined right. by. There are people who can believe whatever they'd like about mm. it, but mm. that doesn't really affect mm. the material what conditions it has done on the ground. To do. Right? You would never ask like a white South African person, "Hey, what did you think of apartheid?" Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you would never give weight to what they had to say because they'd be like, "I think it's just <laughs> the right for white people to settle in our right. national homeland right. or whatever right. the fuck they you had to say." You don't go up to the KKK yeah. like, "What do you think?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being you white don't means platform too. that right. idea, right? <laughs> Because it's insane. It's yeah. not to be normalized. It's not to be engaged with. Right. Um, right. That position itself is violence. Yes. Right. You would never ask like a Nazi, right? Hey, what do you what do you yeah, think of yeah, it? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like nobody cares what right. they think. Right. Because it's had real life consequences. Yeah. Nobody cares. And I think Atif, like, if you want to be empathetic to those that say, he's that, taking a selfie right now. I yeah. love that. I, I just, <laughs> I just brought up the Nazis. He's like, let me get a selfie in. <laughs> I like that, dog. I like that. <laughs> I was just Heck making yeah, sure yeah, my, brother. My hair was good. Wait, you know. Wait, yes, wait, sir. Wait. wait, wait, wait <laughs> can't have any straight. We did not see that coming. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I said okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't That's understand. the best reaction to a joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Anyway, uh, no, so, but yeah, this is this is a real this is a real thing. Yeah. I was just saying if if you want to give if you want to address that that people that the, the, the naivete of of the people that happen to be Jewish that say, well, I just think to me Zionism is just being having a state for ourselves. Well, you cannot. It's so naively unfounded in reality and detached that it's like mm-hmm. you can't even 
So let me tell you what it is, and then if you still don't agree that, that the manifestations aren't what they are, then it's either you're in, de in denial or you're straight up okay with the, the, the genocide that's been happening in the name of Zionism, which is not, again, Judaism. It's not your religion. It's your sense of your national extremist. Ethno-nationalism. Ethno-nationalist, yeah. like, um, intent, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, they want people to abandon the core tenets of Judaism and embrace Zionism. Right. 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 The founders of Zionism did not like Jews. And they were secular. Very, very they said the anti-Semites will be our best friends. Yep. And they were right. They coordinated with the Nazis to colonize Palestine. The Ha'avra Agreement allowed for the economic transfer and the purchase of land in Palestine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? they were basically like... Oh, okay. The anti-Semites were like, "This is a way to get rid of the Jews," and, right. and then this is and it's a common, shared, it's a yeah. common yeah. solution, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. you know, it's a continuation of the Nazi project, right? The Nazis realized like their game was over, and so they got incorporated through the CIA, through Operation Paperclip. They built NASA, and they also went to colonize Palestine. There were a lot of Nazis who escaped to Palestine. Really. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also a continuation of the African South, uh, South African apartheid project, right. right? Because it's like you have a lot of these South Africans who were living there in supremacy. They really loved it. Then South African apartheid fell. Right. And they <laughs> fucking converted to Judaism, threw on a yarmulke and started colonizing the West Bank. Are you serious? 100%. Yeah, There's a Vice documentary about this, this is where they're... And, and didn't the United... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, it's, and it's also a continuation of the KKK's, like... Uh, white supremacist project. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have. I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a video of like a white the southern guy. Support. Who? No, no, no. This is like he was in Gaza. Oh. He was in Gaza leading a troop, like a platoon of troops, and he was oh, giving I this speech. Him. He's like, if y'all don't, he was like, we're gonna drop day. enough nukes yeah, to yeah, scare yeah. God Almighty yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And it's like, okay, first of all, God gave you the land. Why are you bombing it? You right. know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Yeah, That's not very yeah. nice. I thought uh, you were religious. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then secondly, it's like, why are you? from Kentucky in Gaza right now. I swear to God, I couldn't understand that. My brain didn't feel, I didn't know what it, He felt like he was leading a sermon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It but like for Satan or something. It was kind of motivating, and I'm not going to lie. In the okay, worst well, I, we cut way. that part out. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Motivating? What? You're watching the wrong videos for motivation, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean motivating. Like, he was given that speech you would see in a movie to yes. the troops. Yes, And in such a Remember fucked the up Titans way. Remember that Titans type of speech. In yes. such a fucked up way, yeah. dude, because he's telling them to bomb my fucking people. Exactly. But he's making it like a movie and the, and the Israelis, the people in the IDF were laughing. Cheering. They were laughing. A lot of them were like, yeah, <laughs> they loved it. Humorous. But that's because it's an amalgamation of all of these white supremacist projects. Yeah. Right? That they find themselves <laughs> in Palestine. Cesspool. Wait, so you're saying what's happening in Israel and Palestine is is rooted in white supremacy? 100%. Zionism is a white supremacist ideology. <laughs> yeah. Well, Newsflash. Newsflash today. Right. But yeah, what I about. That was common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, not common. What about common, but all the brown people? Enough. So, I mean, there are Great question. black people who are agents of white supremacy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Would you say that Obama is a good example, right? Because he is technically the first black president, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But he's also somebody who dropped the most bombs on the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, he did. And so yeah. it's like he did that for the betterment of multinational corporations, right? right? He did that so that certain people could be enriched yeah. through power, through money. And it's like, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's a brown and black person acting in favor of white supremacy. Right, 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 right. 100%. Man, they, you want, you, they, have, they have, you know, a couple, they have a bunch of agents like that over there in the occupation. You know what I mean? They managed to colonize North African Jews in mm -hmm. their minds, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But do people know the name Solomon Tekka? Mm, who was that? 
He's an Ethiopian Jewish kid who was murdered by the occupation um, by their police force, right? In the same way that like black and brown people, indigenous people in the United States are targeted for colonial violence yeah. by the police force. Yeah. That happens to black and brown people inside of the occupation, inside 48. Interesting. They yeah. get dropped regularly. Wow. Yeah. What did they say that he did? Nothing? I mean, he existed. I don't know. What he, They're you know, racist. Like, <laughs> They're racist yeah. cops with guns yeah. and, and military yeah. equipment. They've mm. done that to all Palestinians, like a lot of Palestinians oh. in the West Bank. So yeah. they, they also are. forcibly sterilized Ethiopian yes. women. Yes, they did. So is that a fact? Yes, 100% it is. It's a fact. Okay. It is. I'm learning something. They also something. sprayed down. Yeah, yeah, we did mention. We that. mentioned that in the previous episode, but I wanted to talk about also the Yemeni Jews because uh, sure. yeah, they sprayed them the, down with DDT when they first arrived, yeah. right? There were oh. Yemeni Jews who were had their children stolen in the Yemenite affair. Mm, I've heard this. In the same way that they're stealing children from Gaza right now. Right. So why do they do that? I mean, who knows why a, oh, I mean, why a kidnapper kidnaps? You know what I mean? Right. I have no I, idea. I mean, right. there is a hypothesis at least. There's, I've heard various theories. I'd rather not speculate. What I know is they were stolen children. Yeah, yeah. You're that's saying, all you need to know. I was just saying, like, from what I understand. It was they, a genetic motivation. It was some, they some people to, say that. Yeah, pretty much uh, wh whiten them. Let's ask this question. Why is it illegal to take a DNA test in Israel? I don't know. I don't write the laws over there. Isn't that a weird <laughs> law, though? I mean, yeah, it's it's fucked up. Kind of a weird law. Um, especially because a lot of them are, like, a lot of the companies are, like, based over there. And yeah. there's, they have a lot of, like, influence in the reading. So right. sometimes if you test, if you're from Palestine, you it won't say Palestine, yeah. right? It'll say something like Levantine right. or it'll say, like, Syria. Right. Right. Or Ash, um, yeah. they even have, like, isn't Ashkenazi its own category? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Mizrahi. But um, you know what's interesting about the Israel um, gathering nothing. different um, colonizers? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the Avengers of white supremacy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, did you hear about the Assemble. Epstein? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Did you hear yeah. the Epstein? Um, they were saying that... Never heard of him. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. They, were saying he, they, they were saying he had... Uh, so he had ties to Mossad as well. Ghislaine Maxwell, her father, Robert Maxwell, was a Mossad agent. He was murdered. Um, many people believe that Epstein was like a honeypot mm -hmm. um, thing where they go, they bring like politicians and then they trap them with, mm -hmm. you know, having information about the fact that Black, they have blackmailing them exactly. about the minor yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't they say that like Israel has almost become a safe haven to some of these? Oh, it is a safe haven for pedophiles. That's crazy. The occupation is a safe haven for pedophiles. Like People go there. Hollywood execs. And Brett Ratner just ran over there because he had charges he had to run from. People run from charges in the United States. They'll either be in the process of being charged or they'll be convicted and then they will dip and find citizenship inside the occupation. Crazy. Yeah. So not only the, the white supremacists, but also the... Uh... Yeah, if white supremacy wasn't enough for you, <laughs> yeah. they're also pedophiles, folks. Jeez. That's, I don't know, what so type of Avengers that Are you guys still standing with that? Are you guys still standing <laughs> right. with that? So, or? Are you just, so it's just a place for <laughs> Jewish people to exist, right? No, it's, it's a lot more yeah. complicated than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who tells you that, you should tell them it's a safe haven for pedophiles. <laughs> Yeah. And and, and and obviously people do take a boat there. Like there are regular people living there that don't have like uh, you know they're disconnected. Well, I know a Yemeni guy. Well, a guy who has Yemeni origins and he's Jewish and he was born in in Israel. And uh, he was telling me he's like I can't go travel anywhere because my passport says Israel. Um, but like it's, all, it's also yeah. <laughs> there are people in Gaza with no water uh, and they're being pulled from the rubble and they can't travel outside of 
If they get to the border at Rafa, they're being charged upwards of 10,000 last I checked. My family, we had... Um, we and it had, keeps going up, by the way. Like, the price leave. keeps going up every single day. So it you does. have to pay to leave Gaza. Yes, you have to Bro, pay to leave. Cousins, People are being extorted. My, my cousins just left to Egypt. Like, like the sons of my dad's yeah. sister just left. And they, got a, they had connections, I guess, so they got a deal on it. They paid 4,000. Hey, but I feel bad for your friend who can't travel. You know what I mean? That is tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right, who right. cares? Speaking of which, I wanted to... Uh, I kind of want to talk about I'll the history. This, of, hold on, of real that. quick. I'll, just, I'll, I'll take this opportunity. We're, we're going to start fundraising for uh, my family. My sister uh, called me and said to basically start doing something with my platform to raise money for them because they're going to need to resettle in Egypt. And they left with the skin on their backs and backpacks or whatever, you know, they don't have. I'm very glad they got I mean, out. I'm sure they had a bag or two or whatever, but still like, yeah, thankfully they got out, but now they're in Egypt with no money. This is what they no, want. They, this is one the occupation We're supporting wants. them, but we need support. Yeah, it support. wasn't a choice for them yeah, to leave. Yeah. I spoke to Plesha recently. I'm the co-host of the Palestine pod. Um, I spoke to her on the pod and she's like, we established, it's not a choice when you're being forcibly displaced. Right. Your choice is to either die or right. leave. It's right. Forcibly. And Palestinians always choose life. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yo, people are talking shit right now about Motaz for having left. And it's like he is literally one of the most important journalists of our life. Don't you dare speak same his with Plesha, same like with Bison, right? Yeah. It's like same with Hind. Like all yeah. of these people are crucial voices yeah. that will be remembered by history. How dare anybody say Seriously. anything negative Seriously. about them? You do not know this man's what he's gone through. Don't even dare. Like. Palestinians do journalism on such a high level that American Western journalists aren't even fit to kiss their feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's what did they say? It's the most, except for Eliana right here. She is one of our star journalists. It's, it's on the, the uh, most dangerous place for journalists in the world. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the UN said it's a graveyard for children. The UN said it's a Gaza is a graveyard for children. Right. I mean, what do we, what needs to be said? That sounds pretty. Boring. What do you think about this whole um, ICJ thing? I mean, big fan of them being held accountable. <laughs> uh, would love to see yeah. more courts right, right. <laughs> challenging them yeah. and charging them with crimes against humanity. Yeah, right. Do you think anything, like right. what, something will come out of it, or you think just the awareness of it is, is good? I think it's a growing momentum of you know things shifting. Right. Yeah. Things are coming in all different angles. Mm -hmm. Liberation mm -hmm. will not come from the ICJ. You know what right, I mean? But right. the ICJ is One a good tool to be used right. in the struggle for liberation, right? On, and on so, like a diplomatic yes, level. I think once the ruling comes down, hopefully it's in our favor, right? What will happen is it will be referred to the UN Security Council. Oh, you think now, they're going to convict them? If, I mean, this is, we're going down hypotheticals, Inshallah. right? Is this is what we want? I yeah. think it's very possible. Okay. I don't know if you saw their defense. It was trash. It's terrible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, Repeatedly saying mind. Hamas is actually not right. a legal defense. Yeah. Uh, coming from a Jew. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> and you know, they did have to acknowledge multiple times, like, obviously the devastation in Gaza has been pretty bad. Um, so, like. Yeah. My favorite part was that guy who mixed up his notes and then yeah, his yeah, own yeah. throat tried to close on him. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like my there is a list. <laughs> Someone shuffled my paper. It was Hamas. You know me. Come on, <laughs> bro. Got hit with it. Yeah. <laughs> Abu Tuesday. Uh, yeah. No, bro. Got hit with an internet error. The page you're looking yeah. for doesn't exist. He started buffering in real time. 
<laughs> His like, throat was like 404 error. 404 error. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, there's a list, but I can't find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a great defense, <laughs> I promise. In these notes somewhere. Right, uh, it says it. Um, yeah. yeah, so hopefully they are, you know, the ruling comes down in our favor. The court, the ICJ, has a history of ruling against genocide in the case of Bosnia okay. um, and Serbia. Against and like, so the Serbians, against the Serbians who yeah. committed genocide right, against Bosnians. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Shout out and, to the Bosnians. Yeah, That's shout out Bosnia. Bosnian Absolutely. Friends. They ride hard for Palestine as well. Um, and so what happens in that case, if that happens, is it gets referred to the um, Security, the Council. Security Council mm -hmm. right, at mm -hmm. the UN. But we all know that the Security Council is fixed because yeah. the U.S. will provide diplomatic cover, as yeah. they always have. The thing is, it doesn't actually matter. Once they block the ruling, um, as they are likely to do, right, with a veto, uh, what happens is it gets referred to the General Assembly mm -hmm. because of the ruling, yeah. right? Mm. So this is one of the first times in history that we're getting to bypass the Security Council, which we know is already bought and paid mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. The General Assembly, however, is more favorable to Palestine, yeah. right? They're right. the ones who are passing all of right. the rev resolutions right. Right. that are like, y'all got to stop killing people. Y'all got to stop, you know what I mean? Majority stop rules. stealing land, yeah. give land back. Like right. that's all right. coming from the UN. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. General Assembly, which is the, General the rest Assembly. of the countries, exactly. not mm -hmm. the five that run the Security Council. Yes, exactly. The majority of the countries that are a part of the UN support Palestine, right? right? Just right. like the majority of the world when you go out and you see the protests, right? Yeah. If you see these genocide protests, they're small. Like yeah. they don't have numbers like yeah. that. They only seem big on the internet because they have bots coming right. from all over. Right. Right. And so, you know, we're going to find support in the U.N. But like I said, the U.N. is just one of many tools. Right. The resistance is what's going to liberate Palestine. Let's keep it a buck. You mean they're on all fronts? Yeah. But like the resistance that's coming from the ground and the resistance that's coming from the outside. From the right. People. Everybody in diaspora who is doing their best to fight the occupation in their own way. Mm -hmm. We're all engaged mm -hmm. in struggles in our mm -hmm. own way. Mm -hmm. You're doing it through art and podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are people who are doing it through Tatris. Yeah. Like there are people who are just keeping the culture alive. Yes. Yes. And that is a part of it. 100%. But a I'm part of it is also loading a clip inside Janine. Right. Let's keep it a buck. And so, I mean, no, no revolution. That's like, uh, you know, in Algeria. Yep. They didn't. They didn't exchange love letters, right? One hundred percent. They were. Uh, every, Nobody has been every, liberated yeah. with kumbayas, right? Especially when kumbayas aren't what's attacking you. Yeah. So, and it's also the only thing the occupation understands: violence. They only understand violence. Bye bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. Thanks for letting me in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Eliana, if you don't know, she's a, like a, a really esteemed journalist. Like she's nice. a native uh, Puerto Rican, so she's really cool. attached to like the, the Palestine. Well, and I probably wasn't talking about her when I was talking about Western journalists. No, I know, journalists. I know, you know, I, know yeah. I know, I know. I, but, of course, I didn't mean yeah, to make it. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it came across. Like, yeah, 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 I just wanted to shout her out. Heck yeah, nice. Yeah, man. Cool but, to meet her. Um, yeah, serious, serious, sir. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I agree. And I wanted to answer a question that Atif um, said earlier. Which was what about the brown Jewish people or the Arabs that are Yahud? You know, the, our brothers and sisters that came from our countries. Yeah, because they would. Why? Why did they associate with this with Zionism if it's if it's truly like so racist and not for their benefit, right? Well, they'll say the, they'll say they got kicked out of their countries, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would. I mean, that's know, why. That's why I, would, I wanted to kind of talk about the history so that people can facts. We can. That's yeah. What I so to. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but Zionist agents were actually largely responsible for the turmoil that happened in the 100%, Middle East 100%. among 
Iraqi Jews, among Yemeni Jews. They carried out terror attacks. They carried out terror attacks. Against them to scare them into In public, in order to galvanize the Iraqi public, the Yemeni public, Moroccan public, against the Jewish population. Right. But you know know what I do wish, Atif, though, to say, even though, yes, this is a fact, and, and obviously that's... I wish the Arabs never told them to leave. Yeah, of course. I mean, truly, that's... That would have been the best thing we, for us to do because we never were bad, bad or mean to Jewish people in history as Arabs. We were always welcoming to them and gave them safe haven. That's why they were there in the first place. Exactly. So I wish the, the rulers, that's one thing I do wish we did better, was let our native Jewish population stay. And then the ones that wanted to go, immigrate because a lot of them were immigrating out of sheer desire and will. It wasn't just being kicked out. Everyone just got kicked out. They wanted to go because there's a new state. And they didn't know what it was about yet, maybe, or they couldn't. It was too early to tell what the what the impact of it was going to be. So they left to this new safe haven. I wish we never kicked them out because then we would have continued our regular, so you know, and then they'd had left to stay against us. But there's a large Jewish population that's still in Tehran, right? Yeah, that is mm-hmm. true. There's that's a true. large Jewish population that still exists in other countries in North Africa, that's very true. right? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, Jews have always existed peacefully alongside people of other religions. It's only until the introduction of Zionism that you see this clear distinction, right? right? And this clear tendency towards violence. But some, some European um, like uh, religions, like, well, or people in different co- countries before Zionism were still being violent, uh, uh, as yeah. you know, to, to Jewish people. But yes, of course. What you There's said been apply- hostility towards Jewish people. Yes. I'm talking about Jewish people did not adopt any type of like harmful behavior, really, up until the introduction of Zionism. Oh, I see. Right? The colonization, the idea that even Yemeni Jews can be colonizers right, right. was not a thing yeah. among Jewish culture yeah, 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 yeah. up until the introduction of Zionism. I see what you're saying. And I people don't realize okay. the before forty eight there were Zionist uh, slash Jewish terror groups. Sure. And the big you know, the big three were the Haganah, the Ergun, and the Stern Gang. Yeah. And Lehi uh, as well. Yeah. Lehi. I mean I think yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh it, the Haganah turned into the IDF. Right. People right. don't it's a Lik- continuation. And then the Likud party is an amalgamation of the other two, basically. So yeah. like it's People don't get that. Like They don't know that history. And another thing that I'll say is that uh, about the white supremacist structure, uh, most of the government positions and most of the well-paid positions are held by Europeans. people of Eastern European descent. Yeah. So There's never been a president. And then they'll say, like, well, we have one Arab judge. Right. They always they'll, have a token. Yeah, right? Right. They yeah. love to the let you know about their token. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I've heard that a lot. Like, they have Arabic doctors and people in the government and they say have a black for that reason it's exactly yeah. that you yeah. know they it's can exactly they that. say yeah. you know they can they vote and stuff like like i mean they can vote but what are they voting for guess what they're a guaranteed minority and they'll be they sure can vote for murder or genocide you know what i mean like what are your options okay uh, <laughs> that's a hard one i think i'm not gonna vote in this election <laughs> yeah and i was talking about the american election just now actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah joe genocide joe or fucking trump um, um, I, I was talking about elections over there, but also yeah, like oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the choices of somebody who is over there, who is a brown Jew, who has been colonized mentally, who has been used as a pawn right. of white supremacy. Right. Right, right, is to vote between somebody whose policy is murder yeah. and somebody whose policy is mass yeah, genocide. Right. Isn't that what they, the Americans do? Uh, like the 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 presenters at the ICJ hearings are aren't they black? 
uh, like the ones that representing America. Well, no, sorry. The South African presenta- no, presenters? No, like, no so you're talking uh, about the Security Council and Ameri- the voting yeah, yeah, well, they'll, they'll, to veto. They'll, the people who they'll send a token. Be, yeah. I mean, Obama a, was a token. Okay, I feel I, like this conversation yeah. has gone off the rails. What are we talking about right <laughs> now? About? Let, me, said, let me finish. Go ahead. As Atif uh, was saying, yeah, like at the Security Council when there's a vote yeah. and, and America wants to veto, right? they'll send a black person to do it. Yes. Yeah, so that's and, a good example of a token black, black person who is an agent of white supremacy, even right, though right. they themselves are not white. Same right. thing with the uh, you know the like the people who do the the news or the presentations in front of like all the reporters. Right, the press secretary. The press One secretary of the press secretaries is a black woman. Another and, example yeah. of somebody who is engaging in the rhetoric right. and the ideology of white supremacy, right. who is not themselves white. Bro, Nikki Haley. Yes, uh, she's uh, Indian. Right? <laughs> yeah, she's Indian, and she but changed her name. She's Indian, and she changed her name to something really funny right. in Arabic. Oh yeah, <laughs> what is her name in Arabic? <laughs> go after. Someone tell them. Someone it tell means them. like go after yourself. Really? In a way. Well, you think myself. somebody like a funny Arab guy gave her yeah, the name? Like, uh, your name is Nikki Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually F myself. That's oh, right. yeah, myself. Yeah. it's the funniest. Like, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very she, fitting for her. Yes, literally, yeah. literally. But she, every she's time definitely. She talks, she's, yeah, yeah. Effing herself. Yeah, sure. man. So this is very true, and they that they internalize. A lot of people will internalize racism, yep. and then they become agents of it, and that's what happened with the brown and Arab Jewish people. Exactly. They, and guess what? The, the European Jewish people even internalized racism into themselves mm-hmm. from Europe. The anti-Semitism, sure. again, that's what I was trying to make the asterisk. I thought earlier you were saying uh, violence started against um, from uh, against Jewish people only. No, no, no. Jews Zionism. have been under fire for many, right, right, many years. Right, right, right. But um, violence against them from Arabs did pretty much only start after Zionism. Right. After the introduction of Zionism, people will point to the, like a together like a period of the Great Arab Revolt, etc. There was like a few skirmishes that were largely about land theft, right? Right, and so it's like those were struggles against right. colonialism. Yeah, that I, was I the beginning of that, that was the beginning project. of the resistance exactly. to Zionism and the colonization and the colonization. I, I exactly. saw some really really cool historical yeah. photos like of of uh, Muslim like fighters. Um, uh, guarding synagogues yeah. against Christians. Yeah. So I mean, Salah al and Ayyubi, bro. Salah al was the protector of Jerusalem. We're always yeah. we're, trying to, we're trying to say like we are. The most fucked up thing now. is that after the Holocaust, Palestinians accepted Jews, Jewish refugees, into their houses. Yes. That the most mm-hmm. fucked up thing. That's and what then, happened to Muhammad Hadid. Exactly. Uh, I spoke to Anwar family. Hadid. Really? Yeah. One hundred percent. They, they let family, him. Go ahead. His family let a Jewish refugee family stay in their house, and then that house was stolen by that same family. The militias no and they wouldn't them let out. them. They wouldn't let them take anything from their house. The militias kicked them out. Alana, the Zionist gangs that we yeah. were talking about, the Haganah, the terrorists who were responsible for the Nakba, kicked out the Hadid family. Yeah. Right. And he said the they left on a donkey. That's all they had. That's what Alana Hadid said in her interview with Abby Martin. She was yeah. like, yeah, they just... Wow. The same and then that family same family lived in their house. I guess they were allowed to stay. Yeah. So, Which is a good segue Crazy. into the Crazy. right of return. Yes, the right so, of return. So then eventually you, you... But imagine being in that Jewish family. Eventually that's you're in that situation, and so you now adopt... You know, them. and so when people ask, like, what about those people... Like, yes, obviously there's sympathy for them, but you don't ask about a thief, right. what happens yeah, to the thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about the person who had their house stolen. You talk about the person who literally has the deed from the Ottoman Empire, the paperwork, who still has the key to their house. Mm-hmm. You talk about that person. Right. You center that person in the conversation. And it's like, 
Yeah, your friend can't go to the, you know, fucking Greece. Yeah. Well, is there an argument? What is their argument of, like, why they des- deserve that piece well, of land? They have a number of different arguments. None of them are compelling. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and on this specific, on the land, on the deed that you mentioned, yeah, I was heard about the thing that. is, what they... To be honest, like we were saying, it was a project. It didn't start at 48. So no. like some of this violence that happened before was the initiation yeah. of this project. So if, you want, if you're like a history buff, it yeah. starts, I mean, you know, Zionism goes back a long time because it's a 18, Christian yeah. thing, right? Even before like 1800s, 15, like 1590, the Christians were initially trying to get Jews to Jerusalem to bring about the rapture. They believe that it's the Armageddon prophecy. And so yeah, that's right. why you have 50 million evangelical Christians here in the United States. Yeah. Joe Biden, who is one of them, Right, supporting the occupation. Right, for right? the, for the end times. So to bring about the end times. That's they, what they want. They call that Christian Zionism. Yeah. Christian Zionism. I didn't so, realize that went back so far. So longer than Jewish Zionism, wow. there is Christian Zionism. Christians were running around Europe trying to get Jews to go to Jerusalem, and won't you know? For the longest time, Jews were like, "I don't think so." Right? I think I'm good. Because um, the deal was like, go and get raptured, and <laughs> Jews know a good deal, right? And that was a bad one. <laughs> and so uh, we were like, ah, no thank you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, then in 1890s, the Zionist Congress comes around, which is led by Theodore Herzl, other folks as well. Yeah. Um, that starts to get into motion political Zionism, which right. is Zionism that we know today, right? right? That starts the transfer of Jewish people from all over the world mm-hmm. towards Palestine. And so like the first settlements and in over, Palestine... It overtook cultural Zionism, which was the leading ideology at yeah. the time. I mean... Who, which didn't like, want to establish a state. Yeah. So there were many Jews who were against the idea of establishing a state. Um, in right. fact, there was a labor union in the United States uh, in like 1920 who said that there should, if there is a state, it should be a one state solution where people have equal rights. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they said in 1920, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, so in this, the 19, 1890s, you have the Zionist Congress, people start colonizing Palestine as early as 1890, yeah, right? right? There are Jewish settlements that start to take place, right? Okay, right? right. People from all over the world. Isolated incidents. Not isolated, but just like not intrusive enough to right. like be a problem. Palestinians are very welcoming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right. It was actually uh, the first Aliyah, the second Aliyah. It was pretty like a um, uh, concerted effort. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. And then 1917, the Balfour Declaration comes around. Right. So you have Lord Balfour who right. is in the UK and right. he's basically saying like, we're going to give the place Palestine to the Jewish people. That's right. his thing. Right. right. Um, After World War One. That's World War after okay. World War I. Exactly. In then, conjunction with Ro- Lord Rothschild. Right, Rothschild as well. Then World War II comes around. Everybody knows, right? Jews start flocking towards Palestine. And Palestinians let them yeah, in. Yeah, come on in. Palestinians provide food, water, and shelter yeah. for Jewish refugees mm-hmm. coming from the Holocaust. And then Zionist gangs kick out those Palestinians of their houses. That is the Nekba of 1948. Nekba. Okay, that is 1948. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of the people who are now currently living in Gaza are from. Right. They're not from yeah, Gaza. They're not from Gaza. They are refugees mm-hmm. from inside yes. occupied Palestine. 100%. Right? That's like 80% of yeah. the population of Gaza. Yeah. And so it's like, that's what happened in 1948. Then in 1967, there was another land theft, another grab, right? That's when they occupied Jerusalem, right? Yeah. And so it's like, 
you know, they just have slowly crept right. and like expanded the borders. Right. And now they're talking about taking back Lebanon. And it's like, you're, you were born in Austin, Texas. Yeah, like You've I, never been to right, Lebanon. Right. What are you talking about? Right, right. Who are these children and why are they brainwashed? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they tried in 2006. They tried. Well, they did. They occupied yeah. Lebanon for a little bit. The Zionist entity did. Uh, but they were kicked out by Hezbollah. And uh, inshallah, yeah. they'll be kicked out again. I mean, again, it's it's definitely so, a lot of people have a, a lot of because I'm Lebanese and I, I mentioned this a lot. Like when Wait, I, I was, weren't there you in, there during? Yeah, the, I was there in 2006. Uh, I've, I mentioned this on previous uh, episodes, but yeah, I was 13 years old. Couldn't really. I felt really helpless. But um, now that I'm like it's 17 years later, I can go back and look at actually like really what happened. And there's one specific battle that was like the turning point. It's the Battle of Bintajbel, and it's, yeah. I think it's... At, That's uh, where everyone is from, from Dearborn. Yeah. They're all from Bintajbel, yeah. Yeah, they, so... They, ran, they, ran, they escaped. Bintajbel, that was literally like a 300 movie, basically. And I don't want to, like, romanticize it or anything, but it was literally like 500 Hezbollah soldiers versus, like, 10,000 IDF soldiers, yeah. and they still won. Yeah. So what do they... Th- there is no military solution to this. Well, I mean, and certainly not with that military. Yeah, exactly. Certainly so, not with the IOF, with the diaper brigade. Do you think there's ever like a way to to coexist if they change their government or something? Or, well, know? here's what I'll say is that if you're a Jewish person who does not want to live in an unoccupied Palestine, a free, mm. unoccupied Palestine, I'm Ooh. talking no checkpoints, no supremacy, right of return for Palestinian people, right, who make up the new government— Palestinian people make up the government. If you don't want to live there, you should fucking dip. You should dip, and I know you have another passport ready. Many of them have other passports with stamps on them, right? So it's like, I know not everybody does, but if you are somebody who is going to bank on Jewish supremacy, you got to (laughs) go. Yeah. Period. Right. And then guess what? Once, if, if we do rule and we establish ro- ro- law and order with reasonable people from all backgrounds as we once did, then at that point, you're welcome back, my friend. Well, Un- it's, under democracy and actual freaking humanity. It's just what the labor union said in 1920, right? There should be one state where nobody has right. any specific right. privilege. Right. It should be everybody exactly. with equal rights if that's your thing you know what i mean yeah. but it's like if you resonate with that a also. lot of people just like they did at the end of uh, south african apartheid when they recognized that supremacy was no longer available to them they, went they to fucking israel. dipped to israel right yeah they Isn't dipped that what you said, some, they dipped to the like? occupation they dipped to another place where they could maintain supremacy right. because a lot of people are only there for the supremacy yeah. crazy so you take that away, Crazy. and you'll see a lot of them be like, actually, I don't even like being sunburned all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. And um, then the ones that dipped for political or whatever, too. Like, but do you think the Jewish state, um, like the idea of a Jewish state... Is a bad one. Is it a bad one, or yes. is the execution of it bad? It's a bad one. It's against Jewish law. I had Rabbi Yaakov Shapiro a rabbi of over 30 years on my podcast. Not mm-hmm. the guy that speaks with a soft voice? Mm. Like, the Jewish people have come No, no, no. You're <laughs> thinking of the Turakartai. Okay. He's a part, My the rabbi I'm referring to is based in New York also, but of a different congregation. Okay. Interesting. Uh, not what the it? tunnels, guys. Yeah. Also, I think we can establish Palestinians way better at building tunnels. You know what I mean? Come on. Huh? 
Come on. We'll take it. And keeping people out of them. And pronouncing ha instead of ha. Yeah, yeah. That's tough every time they say hummus, huh? You said you had him on your pod. and then Yes, so I had Rabbi Yaakov Shapiro, and he talked about how Jewish people are not meant to pick up arms, are not meant to colonize, and are certainly not meant to have a state that has a supremacist culture for Jewish people. It's very much actually against Judaism. Right, 100%. Yeah. 100%, because God decrees that they'll be scattered in the land. Sure. We're actually not supposed to return to the land of Palestine until the Messiah, the Messiah. is like what the ultra-Orthodox mm-hmm. believes. Mm-hmm. But I think we can just say that like from do not kill, do not steal, we're not meant to pick up guns and murder right. people. Right. L- right. No matter where. Yeah, anywhere. That's pretty much in. There's no like loophole to that right, rule that it's right. like it's okay in Florida. Yes. Actually, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. But right. then the anytime it's okay is in self defense. That's what I was gonna say. Self defense. Sure. But self defense is not You're aggression. Entitled to self defense, and the Palestinian people are the only ones in this situation who are entitled to self defense. Self defense entails being in your own home. You cannot occupy and then self defend. Think of the law in America. When when is the only place in this country? Where is the only place you can kill someone and not be? Um, no questions asked. Wall Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> where? But where else? In your own home. Oh, An okay. intruder. No questions asked. Depends right? on the state. Depends on the state. Depends on Hold the state. Texas, yes. California, no. If they're walking away, like, what's the... Or California, it doesn't even matter. If someone trips on your floor in California... No, he's in my could, house. Sue you. There was an, an instance <laughs> right? where, like, a burglar fell through somebody's skyline, mm-hmm. and they sued the guy whose house it was for like faulty whatever. What the? <laughs> yeah. And the guy won the case even though he was burglarizing no way, the house. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California is fucked when it comes That's to the most you know. American story. But I've ever in heard Texas, in my life. you know what I mean? You can shoot a guy in a couple different counties over. Like right. it doesn't even matter. Right, like right, right, right. That's also pretty American. <laughs> okay. What the heck? Okay, um I was going to say about the whole the whole self-defense thing, you know, and mm-hmm. then when people, especially Piers Morgan, he loves asking this question. He's like, "What is the appropriate response for what happened on October seventh? Yeah. And like, what is Man, what, fuck, how much self fuck defense? P- fuck and then Morgan. at what point does it become over over response? You know what I'm saying? Well, that um, presupposes that October seventh was like the first the first instance. instance. Well, people right. people Again. will say there was a ceasefire on the right. sixth, but October. there wasn't. That's why I brought up being in someone's home, bro. So maybe I, I got caught on a yeah. contingency like California. You can't do that, which is crazy. Unless you're talking about October sixth, nineteen forty seven. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like there right. was not a ceasefire. Right. Right. There was like vi- there's been colonial violence ever since. You then. can defend yourself in your own home. The okay. whole idea is they're not they're in someone else's home. Yeah. So that that right to defend themselves, you, if you want safety then don't be in that home palestinians have the legal and the moral right to armed resistance that is declared by the un right right? but that being said we shouldn't target anyone that's in their home just as a civilian as a person i personally disagree with that but so that's not what i'm saying i'm saying in general you are on an offensive in an offensive position by being in some in an occupied territory it's disputed territory and it was never yours before 75 years so you're on the offensive position so you can't argue self-defense the thief can't trip on a freaking brick and then land in someone's home and then yeah. be sued and then he wins the case again. Yeah. I can't believe all, that's a all real that story. is to say that the, I can't believe that's the, occupi- the person who's occupying will never be on the self-defense. Ever. Yes, right. there's Period. no there's no legal self-defense of an occupying power. The only thing that an occupying power has the legal right to do is get the fuck out. Yeah. Stop the occupation and get the fuck out. That's literally their only legal right. So they can't cut off the water and the electricity. That's illegal. Yeah. That's collective yeah. punishment. It's That's a war crime, actually. Illegal. Yeah. Damn. 
I know. It's pretty fucking I know horrible. Sarah Silverman would have you think it's the most humane thing you can do. Right. But it's actually a fucking fascist war crime. Yeah. I mean, there you, were stories. You know Sarah Silverman reminds me of? Go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. But, the girl um, on Jubilee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have all these like um, <laughs> actors like Chelsea shout Handler and shout stuff out going out there. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, Scooter Braun. Yeah. <laughs> You're bringing Scooter The Brown. real heavy Scooter. hitters of intellectual <laughs> yeah. thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooter Braun. <laughs> His name is Scooter, bro. Your name is Scooter. Scooter. I, I Scooter I Maybe he could roll away. <laughs> yeah, somebody was saying something about like Scooter Braun literally like. Yeah, I feel like you're getting more up. Arab throughout the podcast. <laughs> 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 Next thing you know, he's going to be cutting a shawarma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so bright. It's so bright. They're basically saying that Taylor, like since Scooter Braun like slighted t- Taylor Swift in a very massive way, you like uh, you attacked America's sweetheart basically. And you're trying to use, um, Scooter Braun to like uh, save face like that's the worst right, thing you could possibly right, literally, do yeah, I mean yeah I don't know there were two IOF soldiers who attacked college kids on a campus with chemical weapons recently what, what? yes I think I heard about that two IOF soldiers citizens of the occupation came to Columbia University and then sprayed people who were peacefully protesting Americans who were engaging in their protected first amendment right what they spray them with? Uh, like a skunk water. So it's the same type of thing that they spray inside the Holy Land with those big trucks. Um, it's it's so bad. It's so putrid. It's called. It smells like raw sewage and dead corpses, according to the BBC. Wow. Yeah. What the heck? And they there's there's like a bear spray version of it that they uh-huh. brought and the sprayed. Heck? You know, citizens, American citizens. Can you imagine what the f- if like foreign operatives of any other country was committing a chemical attack against U.S. citizens. Don't you think that more people would be talking about that? Right. You know? But the only reason they're not is because they're a colony of the United States. The occupation is an extension of the United States. The United States is behind this genocide as well, right? None of this happens if Joe Biden says, we're cutting your funding. The only Mm. reason this happens is because they have total political cover. So how does it end? Um, new, I can't talk new, about that online. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're trying to get me tripped up. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like if, if America supports them, does that mean that in order to implement some change, you have to um, elect someone? That no, we're never going to get it from electoral politics, right? Really? So yeah, no, not at all. You never vote your way out of fascism. Revolution. Yeah, revolution. The only way. Intifada revolution. Peaceful. Like we're so serious. Peaceful revolution. Sure, sure. <laughs> we're so serious about uh, that being like the only solution, right? Intifada revolution. It's not just a fucking chant. This guy fucks for sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, By the way, the ra- the shades. The but intifada. The edibles. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Hasbro calls me Mikey Intifada. Oh, yeah? Hasbro gave me that nickname. The toy company? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Um, Hasbro, the little guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who hangs out with Khabib, right? The guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the fucking propaganda arm of the occupation. Those really? 13, oh, 14 year old idiots yeah. who comment Palestine never oh, existed. Those are the folks who gave me the yeah. name Mikey Intifada because really? I'm a bit of a menace to them online. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You fucking Mikey Intifada. Yeah. Cyberbullying Zionists. Like, Absolutely, bro. On your dating profile, it says. <laughs> I'm not on those dating profiles. <laughs> well, you better get on there because yeah, the no, Arabs I'm are. No, I'm good. That's funny. <laughs> what is it? Intifada means revolution. Try, try, uh, right? try Intifada? It means to shake off. 
right? Yeah. It means to <laughs> shake off, <laughs> like, like to shake the off. occupation, to resist against the occupation. Dirt off your shoulder. So yeah. wait, what? <laughs> Dude, the, there there is isn't a, that an Arabic beat too? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say, speaking of dating apps, real quick, sponsor break. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. Our favorite dating app is Baklava. And it's a dating Who? app for. I've never seen it once, bro. I've oh heard, yeah, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, great job. Great job at promoting, um, asshole. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> looking for my wife. So either I'm gonna go on Baklava or I'm gonna go to a protest. No, we're yeah. not sponsored by them. But I actually, I know the the lady that. Uh, no, I saw the funniest. Maybe. We should be sponsored oh, okay. by them. We should. Okay, first that's of all, we're not sponsored by Baklava. You guys just read an ad for nobody. That's fire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just shouting them out because uh, they're my homegirls from Amman. Uh, both of them oh, are cool. Shouts out. Are they uh, looking so, for Amman? Uh-huh. Or two. <laughs> yeah, man. You're going to have to get in line. My four. boy is a, is a long line yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on Baklava. Anyways, so download the app. Nice. Uh, Smooth Baklava. plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'd love, us, we'd love to work with you guys officially. For, for the non-sponsor. They, they, yeah, <laughs> right. they sell those too. Okay, nice. Plugs? I, I, learned, <laughs> I, I learned the strategy from Atif, by the way. When oh, yeah. The first episode we did, he just shouted out all the brands. Nice. Nice. We landed none of them. Well, yeah, yeah, we yeah. did the same thing at the the Beyonce concert. We I filmed like with a video Tick-Pick. with TickPick and got a sponsorship off of that. So yeah. you, you never know. We got you that. We got you that. But there is a there was a funny sentiment that saying the Canary Mission website is the best website for, to find your Arab wife. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you just scroll through. Like everyone who's down with the cause, like just go. Like they did the best job of like bringing the best people together. They also basically. like wrote a nice profile of me. Uh, <laughs> I forgot I'd done a lot of that stuff, and they <laughs> compiled a lot of my accomplishments. That's and I was like, oh, sweet. That's Thank you so, so much. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, I did win best uh, artist of, at the yeah. Grammys. <laughs> no, no, but it was like he raised a hundred thousand for Gaza in 2021, and I was like, I did do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thousand. Uh, yeah, it was actually a little more over. It, we did like wow. a mutual aid project, Miss um, Najah's kitchen, and uh, it was great. Yeah. Okay. So is there? You said that there's uh, also a boycott that's happening right now. Or? Yeah. So right now, Bisan, one of the main journalists on the ground, still in Gaza, she has called for a global economic strike from the 21st to the 28th. So I don't know if that's relevant for when this podcast airs, but. Mm. I have not it's gonna spent. Keep going for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The global there will be another strike. Yeah. Um, what does it say? Don't spend any money at all. So no bank transactions, no credit card transactions. Pay for things in cash if you have to. Um, but yeah, basically try and pressure the economic systems to recognize that like we have power and the yeah. power is in our dollar. One of the you know one of the aspects of our resistance is the boycott, the BDS movement, oh, yeah. and so that's how South Africa fell. Right, it fell from both the resistance of Nelson Mandela in the ANC and also the outside pressure of boycotts yeah. growing from companies, from yeah. governments. Right. And that's no, up until in America, to, you, yeah. you, can't, you can't boycott. There are sure. certain states that oh, have yeah. stipulations. They've been sued by Abby Martin, and specifically in Georgia, mm-hmm. and they raised it to now you have to be making over $100,000 yeah, for it to be relevant. We spoke to Abby Martin about it. Um, on the Palestine pod, and yeah, pod. I like Abby. She's great. Yeah, she's great. One of the one of the best journalists in the West. Um, Her uh, Joe Rogan clip back, you know, uh, she had the interview showed, and she yeah, she's, had yeah. videos she's, over there. She's been standing on business for a long hundred percent for a long time. She yeah. did the documentary Gaza Fights for Freedom. She's an OG. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so definitely support Abby Martin, The Thank Empire you. Files. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, 
The growing pressure, both from the inside and from the outside, is what brings about the collapse of the occupation. Right, 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 right. And do you see a lot of? There's a lot of people on, protesting. Before we move on, before we move, um, on, before we move on. Sorry, the the hundred thousand dollar thing though is it's 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 funny because they just made the threshold higher, so the right. contract value now has to be higher. Right. So people that are getting a hundred thousand, they're probably going to be more inclined to be like, eh, whatever. I I'll exactly. Keep it. So um, it's it's just a workaround. So that's but crazy. there are that's certain instances where you're not able to boycott because there is a law in place, and everybody in the United States should be challenging those laws. That's what I'm saying it's crazy yeah. that these are laws in yeah. the United States that you cannot boycott financially. My yeah. cousin, we were just having this conversation. I was in Chicago with, with the family. It was a Aza, Janaza. So it's like the men all sitting in the one room and having these you know conversations. It's a funeral, but. Uh, we're, we're talking and they mentioned that and he was like, he, he remembers when he first got to this country or earlier on in, in his life, uh, he literally was confronted with a, a roadblock because there was a company that he didn't want to accept the products coming from Israel. And they're like, um, well, legally you have to. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I don't. It's a free country, you know, America. And they brought it to him and they actually made him do business with them. So it's a real law, it's crazy. Um, but you, how long have you been? You said you've been doing the boycott for the past. I mean, the, you've been not spending money. Well, Bisan called for it from the 21st to the 28th, so I've been abiding by that. Have you been amazing? She, she amazing. does it every so It'll be a week every so often. She'll yeah. call, yeah. like last time she called for a single day. This time she called for a week, and I have not spent any money. I bought all my groceries prior. All week. Um, I have paid for things in cash. I needed to buy gas because I had stuff to do, and so I did buy some gas in cash. But uh, I've not done any bank transactions. That's crazy. I've not done any credit card transactions. Good and stuff. A, a side note about her: like the, the the most dystopian thing is like she'll post and then she'll say, "We're li- I'm alive." She'll say, "Hey Every everybody, single- I'm still alive." Bison from Gaza, I'm still alive. Yeah. Every single right. the saddest update. I yeah. love Bison. But I mean, we love to hear her. We love, we love to hear her. We love to see her face. Every time she pops up on my FYP, there's a sigh of relief. I have no her notifications on every day. Just, just so when it's morning there, I'm just like, thank God. Well, anytime she posts, I I see like the algorithm knows what I like, you know, (laughs) but it's also trying to smother me. Right. Because we've been heavily censored by Instagram. We had our own account kicked off the internet. We have lost access to our accounts. You know, we get multiple strikes and stuff. And you only get it back if you have a backdoor, mm-hmm. if you know somebody yeah. on the inside. Yeah. Otherwise, you are locked out forever. What are the reasons for kicking you off? <laughs> you know, what's funny is they actually said that we got caught at a digital checkpoint. They said that. What is that? They said, so like the content, the algorithm will like recognize certain type of content and then hold it for review. And it's called, they called it a checkpoint. And yeah. I was in a meeting that's, with like meta representatives. I was like, uh, don't you guys think that's not the best name? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't you think that's a little bit too on the nose they're for like, what's happening? No, this is exactly. This yeah, is yeah, so, yeah. And, so and so, that's so dystopic. Really. Oh, yeah. It's fucking tough. It's <laughs> Anyways, so by the end of the conversation, they were like, yeah, so you got caught up at a digital checkpoint because it does flag certain type of content. But after review, we recognized that it was a mistake. Oh, wow. And so I actually remember that whole spiel because I've heard it like 10 times now. Are you serious? Yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. But shout out to my guy at uh, Instagram who does occasionally get me my account back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That is nice oh, yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I had the same thing. What are you, thing. in the metaverse or something? What's going on here? Nah, bro. They're trying to <laughs> smother me. Like, if you look at my metrics, I'll have like 73 shares and zero people will have seen it. Oh, yeah. The silencing yeah. has been real. It's bro. crazy. Like, shadow I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, I, I, I kind of wanted to mention, like, I've dealt we had with the that. audio being taken off. Oh, of yeah. Videos, it wasn't we? that. I've dealt with that on on TikTok. TikTok removes my audio. Yeah. Not the audio thing, but they'll people will report the video as unoriginal. 
Um, Damn, and kind of roasting you. Yeah, at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> listen, this, is, they're like, um, this, this video is hack, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is my video. I've never posted it anywhere. Why is it? Who who posted this before me? They're like, I yeah, am, no, the content is just bad. And that's I like right. appeal that's it, and I'm like, I made this video. Like, <laughs> that's the worst is when somebody saves your video, right? And then yeah. that video goes super viral, and then they, the algorithm thinks that he's copying his own work. That's what's mm. happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, or if they repost it, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But well, the I worst for me is actually when I post a video and it immediately gets banned, like flagged. I one time posted a video. No, no. I one time posted a video and before I even finished posting it, it was like video's been taken down. Oh, no. I had the same thing on on TikTok with zero views. All I asked in in the interview was Andrew Tate or Kanye. And then the guy goes... And he like freezes and they took that video down, give it zero views. I'm like, well, they were, I don't know. It was either Andrew Tate or Kanye. They were both canceled at the time. So yeah. what is that? The presidential election choices? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, who, who are you voting for? Andrew Tate or Kanye West? Andrew Tate spoke the fuck up though. He stood on business in front uh, of let's not, let's not be positive no, about, about Andrew Tate on this podcast. I understand he gave money. We'll take money from him, but don't, let's That's not better. endorse yeah, yeah. Andrew I'm not, Tate. I'm not endorsing him, but I'm saying he spoke up for Philistine. I can call that. Sure. Something. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I wanted to go ahead. touch up on something. Um, you, it was kind of alluded to in the beginning, like this kind of like uh, in between the Jewish community when you are like not Jewish enough or right. um, yeah. you are f- a fake Jew or something. Right, right. And uh, Atif and I literally witnessed this. We were at the supposed Gal Gadot movie screening like... Oh, um, we were nice. in front of that, uh, and we were doing our videos. We were kind of like neutral. I'm the camera guy. He's yeah, yeah. Just, uh, doing interviews. Th- they're like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "I'm Lebanese." They're like, "Are you Christian, <laughs> or are you Hezbollah?" And I'm like, "So that's <laughs> what that's what happened to us." But Those were your options. I'm <laughs> 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 um, Christian. <laughs> right. Well, my so, name is Atif. I'm Hezbollah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but there were. Um, I was a lot saying. of a lot. There was a Jewish guy, and then they, someone went up to him and was like, "Are you J- a JVP? Are you?" They literally self-hating? asked him yeah. for his ID. And Who did? The one Jew to the other Jew. Okay, so Just, a Zionist Jew approached yeah. a anti-Zionist. No, no, Jew. no. He ended up. He's like, no, no, no. I'm not JVP. Like, it was so ah, afraid. He was a Zionist. <laughs> yeah. They ended up pressing their own. Yeah. Well, that actually happens. They've <laughs> often killed their own citizens inside 48, thinking they were Palestinian, and oh, yeah. then only once they recognize, they pull out their ID. They're like, ah. Ah, fuck. Uh, he's blew up. There, there was ID. three. There was three and just they recently. They slowly plant a kafia on the Right, body. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there, was, there weren't there hostages that came up with their hands up? Yeah, yeah. So three of the hostages who were waving had a white flag. White flag. And they were speaking in Hebrew. Doesn't got get... murdered by the occupation you... soldiers. Right. Yeah. Because they have a straight up shoot to kill policy of anybody. That's what you're seeing why people with white flags are being gunned down in the streets Let's talk about the, all the time. The, the it's doctrine, like it doesn't get more symbolic have. than yeah. a freaking white flag. But yeah, like, you being a Jewish guy, like, I'm sure you deal with that a lot. I mean, I've interviewed a bunch of people that are in JVP, Jewish people. Um, oh, yeah. And the people in the comments are always like, self-hating, you're not Jewish, anti-Semitic. Like, yeah. how, how do you... I've heard all their highlight reels. Y- yeah. How do you deal with that? Or how do you... I mean, I just don't really engage with Zionists anymore, you know? Like, their rhetoric is not to be consumed. It's bad for your brain. And anything that they say is usually a lie. So there's really no point well, in humoring them. Let's go through their talking points real quick. You know, I, yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I admired that about you, dude, because I remember he was he, he, he sent the idea for us to have like uh, you speaking with a Zionist, yeah. and you're like, I just rather. I don't not fucking talk throw. to Zionists. Yeah, like, we throw not. hands if we see them. Yeah, like we're we're past debunking. We're past 
arguing with them so you don't think 19, that's important that's 1990s bro it's 1990s when we're like here's a debate between noam chomsky and fucking you know whoever the fuck um mr potato head you know what it is you know what it's I mean? like, like the epic rap battles of history remember those shits? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like all of those conversations have been had right Yitzhak they're done. rabin versus yeah. yes or celebrity death match <laughs> by Pierce Morgan. so yeah. one of their like pms who was trying to bring about peace was trying to make peace with palestinians was murdered by a zionist like a settler a fanatic of the wait look- so you said the prime minister of israel was was murdered by one of their own because he wanted to because make he peace? wanted to make peace i mean it was yeah. a very it was a peace with a lot of asterisks look it wasn't a great peace deal we can right. all talk right. about like yeah. the yeah. you know the barometers of right. the peace deal it but was at least bad he was trying to but he was yeah. trying yeah. to make yeah. peace. two state yeah. solution right yes essentially he was trying to codify the two state solution but and they the, often they killed him because they can't even accept it's that. Ne- it's ne- ben Gavir and Netanyahu, th- their party is what? Their party, the Likud party, the person who was responsible for murdering uh, Rabin was from that party. Can yes. we talk about these? And peace- I think it's important to mention that the peace deals. Yeah, yes. so-called peace, peace deals. was not even that good of a peace They're deal. They're all, like, they all give up Palestinian territory. They all give up right to return, pretty much. They all mm-hmm. give up uh, control of the water supply. There's absolutely nothing that the is beneficial about these peace deals. So when, right. say, when you hear Zionists say, oh, they gave up peace deals, they gave up peace deals. No, no, no. They, they did not. First of all, they accepted Oslo, right? So you should get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the so-called peace deals. I don't understand what that would mess except the Oslo. Oslo Accords. So they it's like they should abide by the 67 borders, which is what Oslo said, oh, right? Okay. But they should get the fuck out of the West Bank because mm-hmm. there are over 750,000 settlers that are against Oslo, yeah. right? Okay. There's a lot of even the more extreme people that have now accepted the 67 borders. You right. know, one uh, specific extreme uh, group of people updated their charter to accept the 67 borders, and this is a, a little-known fact. But Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so the Zionist settlers couldn't even accept that. They couldn't even accept colonization, but just on like a lower level. They want what Ben Gavir wants. They want the entirety of Palestine. From the river to the they, sea. From the river to the sea, which is now a slogan they right. are using after telling us that it was a genocidal slogan for, you know, the last 30, well, 40, well, 50 years. I wonder why they yeah. I wonder why they tell us it's a genocidal slogan. Because when they used it, it was. They actually are responsible for using it in 1953. I spoke to Miko Pellet. Okay, his father was General Matty Pellet, right? One of the generals responsible for the Nekba, right? And so he said that in a presentation where David Ben-Gurion was president, uh, was present at the um, yeah fuck that guy. <laughs> so David Bengarian was at the presentation, and General Matty Pellet said that they want to take from the river to the sea mm-hmm. because what they were talking about was territorial control, right? Right. From the river, the river to, the to the sea. sea. It was and so how you refer to it geographically. And then in the Likud Party chapter, there is also a reference to taking it from mm-hmm. the river to the sea. Mm-hmm. So you have numerous instances where the Zionists are using from the river to the sea to mean yeah. genocide. Genocidally. And they, yeah. and they do and that a lot, And this is why right? they yeah, project it. That's why when we say it, they're like, you mean genocide. No, but we actually mean freedom. Yeah. So, uh, Y'all meant genocide. We, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Y'all were the ones that meant We meant liberation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This theme of stealing is such a, like, it's so insane to watch. You know what I mean? They, 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 there's nothing uh, original about them. Oh yeah, everything's stolen. There, I mean, even uh, Hebrew, Hebrew is not modern, a, modern Hebrew. It was made in the 1880s. Totally, it is a modern incarnation of, like of the language that Jews spoke, which was Aramaic. Right. Aram- Jesus spoke Aramaic. 
right? Mm-hmm. There were there was ancient Hebrew as well, but it's not the same as the amalgamation of modern Hebrew. Modern Hebrew was brought about to support the Zionist settler yeah, colony by, by Ben Yehuda. He was yeah. the one that so they wanted to the get language. they wanted to get like Baby. you know European Jews who spoke Yiddish. They wanted to get Moroccan Jews who spoke Arabic. They wanted to get people who spoke various different languages. Modernizing to speak this one language right. so that they would be easier to right. colonize. Because they know that language having a language is one of the tenets of a na- nationality. Exactly. If you're a Yemeni Jew, right? And you don't speak Hebrew, and then these weirdos come up speaking to you in Hebrew. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be harder to convince you to leave your home, right? Yeah, they got to rally around common identity, common exactly. flag, they common spoke, culture. They probably spoke language. Arabic, right? They spoke, yeah, they Arabic, spoke Arabic, or they spoke Judeo-Arabic, Judeo. which I mean, was that's why a lot of our words sounds very similar. yes, and also because but but also because when Ben Yehuda compiled the modern uh, Hebrew, Hebrew, he added a lot of Arabic. He pulled yeah. from Arabic, Yiddish, and some yeah. other languages. Now, obviously, ancient Hebrew is ancient and it's biblical. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. it's different. But of course, than, it's, um, very, it's, pretty it's super different. I, yeah. mean, I don't think anyone. I think speaks. it's there's a percentage. I, I tried looking it up the other day. I don't want to butcher it, but it's not ancient a large Hebrew percentage. speakers would not recognize modern Hebrew. They right. would be like, "Why are you right. speaking gibberish? Right. Right. Why are you speaking European? <laughs> or you're yeah. just like, why are you speaking a made up language?" And you know, you mentioned earlier, like the the fact that the Zionist leaders initially were did, did we mention this that they were against? Um, they were kind of uh, trying to get away from Judaism in a lot of well, ways. yeah, they were secular Jews themselves, and they have many quotes that are like, "I don't care what it means to be a Jew, right. learn how to right. shoot." Theodore Herzl said, "You want to be, uh, you should, it would behoove our kids to convert to Christianity." I mean, and his son converted to Christianity. And then committed suicide. A lot of the Zionists also turned away Holocaust survivors because they didn't find them to be like fit enough to serve in the army, right? So they literally sent them back to Poland and Germany, right? And then, you know, the Holocaust survivors who are living inside 48 right now, who are in living inside occupied Palestine, there's 50,000 of them who live in poverty, below the poverty line. Right. They, they exist solely, they live because there are mutual aid groups who provide them with groceries and stuff. Oh, wow. So you want to talk about how this is like a safe haven for people from the Holocaust. Why are they living under the poverty line? What the heck? Why are there pedophiles who have apartments who are paid for while Holocaust survivors struggle to find food? Really well, you can't me. bring up one genocide to talk about another genocide. That was a I clip, mean- <laughs> bro. Oh, that girl is going to be viral for all the wrong reasons. Like, she bites her paper. Yeah, she said, because at first she thought, like, when people started laughing at her for saying that, she thought they were laughing about the Holocaust. And so she was about to go into, like, super victim mode. You know what I mean? But then she realized what she said. She was like, oh, fuck, I said this is a genocide. Like that's kind of their talking point where oh, it's like yeah. they're not it's not a right, right, well right, right. she fucked it up because she went off script. Sounds like freaking the Jubilee guy, bro. Remember we were uh, I'm not sure if you saw he's, I did the interview. The, uh, he, I did the interview with uh, do you know Jubilee? No, I know Jubalong. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that page. Those are the fucking billboards <laughs> that I've been roasting <laughs> on mine. Yeah, yeah, no, Jubilee is like a eight, like the, oh like though yeah 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 I have seen those videos. 
video. I was he did oh, okay. one of the speakers he did on the Palestinian. I think side. I saw that back in. That was a while ago. It was like it was a couple a few, a month there ago. There was one that okay just happened. There was, there was one, one like, long, yeah. It yeah. was like a table discussion, and they did they redid it for this. I saw the one a while ago yeah, yeah, where the guy was like, "You can't say it's not my land." You like, can't say it's not my land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's my land. It yeah. will be. Yeah, if yeah. I don't take it, someone so else they, will. They redid yeah, it. That's that's a Zionist proverb, actually. Jacob, shut up, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what were you saying? They don't read the Torah, but they read a book that is that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the no, guy what did he that, say so on that video so they remade this like that yeah, video yeah, yeah. and they freaking cast your boy and i was nice. pumped obviously yeah. and i went and i did you know we did our thing man we are represented it was it was a four hour and a half discussion and they unfortunately only put an hour and a half of it so yeah what did you're like i want the whole joe rogan podcast in there <laughs> well they could i just wish what did they the cut guy more selectively um, so yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they cut this part for example or did they cut no they put this part in there he, the guy goes um well you know for us when we look at this uh occupation well, uh, I don't. Call I don't call it occupation. I call it uh, protect your country from terrorists. Uh, you know, yeah. so he corrects. You said. You said uh, I think you had it right. Is <laughs> yeah, that what you I'm said? Like, yeah. No, you called it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wish I. I wish I was more specific because some people were like, "Why did Talal say he called occupation right, uh, or he called it uh, protect oh. your country?" I'm like, no. I meant when he said occupation. See, here's the thing about uh, posting content online: is people will do their best to misunderstand it, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, as somebody like, who's been posting content consistently, right. uh, people are always trying to yeah, like yeah, yeah. find a way to yeah, make you sure. seem like you're not saying what you're saying but honestly specifically that particular one i like besides that occasional off comment i was really like really pleasantly surprised with the positive response like we got yeah. like everyone was for palestine most people the rock with palestine. The comments yeah. people like you know most of the world has been colonized right so yeah. you're gonna there's no way the majority is gonna be with the uh, also, the thing about no. doing CIA coups all over the world is you don't really build a lot of friendships. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people who have been like cooed, they're not super sympathetic to yeah. the U.S. or its military outpost in Palestine. Right. Right. Or Iraq or anywhere they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true, man. So uh, we touched on the um, the, right, the right of return stuff, right? A yeah. little bit like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not really. The right of return says that I, as a descendant of two Ghazan parents, get to go back to Gaza at some point. You know how much. Inshallah. Inshallah, man. You know, I didn't. I know. I, I meant. I screenshotted this and I meant to send it to you guys, but I didn't get a chance to. But I was looking up like how old, how far back does Palestinian heritage go? Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking at Gaza specifically, like what artifacts do we have? to counter this rhetoric of like Palestine wasn't a country. So nationhood and being a country, by the way, is it's an interesting argument because that's a European construct. So right. it's like, yeah, I don't need your nationalism to be a people uh, that live on a land that belong to a culture and identity. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, Gaza uh, is one of the oldest ports oh, yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. It used to be like a stop between trade routes yeah. and it was known for its wine. I think mm. it's like Herodotus or something like that talks about going to Palestine, going to Gaza, and having the wine there. Really? And I how it was know known. the wine part. Yeah, and how it was known, really? w- like, in the region as having some of the best wine. Wow. Yeah. I heard they had good uh, textiles, too. That's where the word mm-hmm. Gaza comes from. Comes yeah. Gauze. The, the Gauze. term Gauze, Gauze, Gauze comes from Gaza. Yeah. Yes, like the one you wrap your wounds yes. with. Yes, so anybody who's ever had a medical procedure has benefited from, from Gaza. Palestine. Gaza. Is yes, it from crazy Gaza. that they yeah. need the Gauze the most now, bro? Yeah, I mean... Poetic. Hopefully it's not always that way, right? Inshallah, man. And hopefully um, we will get to go back one day. Yeah. And so I believe we're closer than we've ever been before. Inshallah, man. Like, I've been doing this work a long time, 
And I've never seen so many people who are energized, radicalized, and down to change the way that they are experiencing life. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's a radical mental shift that's mm -hmm. had to happen for a long time and it hasn't, right? Because people are easily distracted by consumerism, by, you know, whatever. Like yeah. whatever is the the latest thing to yeah. be distracted yeah. by, people were easily captivated by that. Right. But it feels as though Palestine has caught people's attention yeah. in a way that it will never go away. 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. And it's about time. Like, bro. welcome, everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank like, you. Yeah. Yes, we're Thank happy you. to Please. have you. Take this didn't start on October 7th. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we all have a lot of catching up to do right. if we believe that it started on October 7th right. because right. you need to listen to Nekba survivors of the 1948. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a great channel called Refugee Chronicles that is going around various spots in Jordan, Syria, whatever, where people are, and then interviewing them, getting their testimonies of them being kicked out in 1948 and they're still alive they're still alive yeah. right now my they have my grandfather's one of them exactly I was just with them in chicago really they, yeah, they have their keys to their houses and they should be allowed to return 100%. like there's no argument that I you mean, can make we're gonna we're gonna teach michael uh, a phrase say me 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 mia bill bill me mia bill mia yes what is that? Translation? 100p. It's like 100 for 100. It's like 100%. Atif's favorite expression. Nice. Me, but nice. me. In yeah. English. Yeah. What do you think about like all the people in Israel that are... Hold up. He's about to talk about right of return. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll come back to this because I've been wanting to ask about this. Yeah. About them like um, protesting in their Knesset. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not super interested in them. Really? I am interested you, in right of return though. I was just about to yeah, say yeah, something. But don't you I think that it's like... You don't think that it's important for... I think it's great that pressure is coming from all angles, uh -huh. even from the inside. I'm not interested in centering the settler protests because they want a more quiet occupation. They want, you know, the state of affairs to go back to normal, mm -hmm. to when they weren't yeah. affected by the colonial the violence. The protests aren't necessarily for Gaza. It's for, right. the, like, their for them. own life. It's for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, um, you're all good. No, no I'm just, I'm not, yeah, we're just, yeah, dropping, just, that, just dropping. It's all love, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know? Dropping knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I was like, going to say, I wish I had my uh, my phone on me, but uh, I was looking up this heritage. Is that not a phone right there? Yeah, it's dead. Uh, oh, it's iPhone 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead. I wish I had it access. These I guys, wish I had my charger. These guys continuously. <laughs> Arababa vibes. Who has my charger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, oh, it's on my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in my driveway. Yeah. Um, anyway, bro, whatever. Like, basically, basically we there was a palace. I'm on the interweb scouring, just looking up, you know, Palestinian heritage, and I come across this one website, and it's talking about specifically Gaza artifacts that can be dated back to our culture and heritage, mm -hmm. and it goes back a long time, by the way. And literally, this came up again randomly on the internet in the dark in the in the in the corners of the web somewhere, and the palace Si Salim is listed as one of the original, like a, a heritage site what's, what's that was that? recently destroyed. My name, my last, that's my grandfather's home. Oh, home. Dang, your, dad, your grandpa had a palace? Yeah, bro. And I knew he had a palace. Palestine. Palestine. Mm, a palace. Palace lying in ruins now. What do you think that line was about? 100%. 
So the writer, but I didn't know, but to yeah, see that, but to see the, my his name on paper and on the internet, like I knew we had, a, I knew he had money and stuff, and he had influence, and I knew we weren't one of the, um, like we were a well-off f- f- family. Alhamdulillah, Successful. and we they took from us everything, right? Yeah, that's why. In and addition so, to the right of return, reparations are also something we should be talking about. Reparations. Mm-hmm. Palestinians deserve reparations 100%. because they've been robbed economically for seventy-five years. Families like your own have lost, you know, millions of dollars. Right. Like there the economic toll is not even calculable. Right. Like it's like billions of dollars. You know what I mean? And it's like it deserves to be given back. Compensated. It deserves to be taken away from the people who stole it and redistributed to the people it was stolen from. It's a very simple concept, right? And guess what? There's there's a lot to go around at this point. Yeah, of course. So what happened to Jewish people? Jewish people got reparations, right? Black people deserve reparations as well. But how do you, how would you ever get the right of return? Overth- overthrowing governments? <laughs> the government is going to collapse. Oh, okay. The government of the occupation is going to collapse. It collapses all the time and they have to have like five elections every few minutes. You know what I mean? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the headphones make it so much worse. <laughs> the cuts that we're going to have to do in this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. You actually, you, you actually look more like a fed with that one. <laughs> it's like, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to yeah, be here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, join me, fellow halal brothers. Uh, is, is this the protest inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is anybody alaykum. trying to commit crimes today, brother? Salam alaikum, brother. I'm feeling super radicalized. Uh, I don't know about you. I just need you to press this button. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sign this for me. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, what were we talking about? How's, oh, so yeah, the, the government's going to collapse. The right of return will be enforced, um, presumably by international bodies as well as locally, like inside Palestine. Got it. Inshallah. 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 I think, did you have something to say? Um, no. Okay. This guy How plays the devil's advocate better than the devil himself at times, but he does it so selectively and like... In a way that uh, oh, I yeah, think yeah. carries a lot of impact, because if if they if like this is what you'll see if you look I at mean, his content. I don't even want I don't want to give away the sauce. If you look if you look at his content, he does a very very good job of asking questions as if he doesn't he knows the answer, but it's like he'll bring it out. You know what I mean? I just but, I mean I want to bring out the truth. I want to bring yeah. out people's true and opinions and about make things. The other person that he, he's not going to answer it. He's going to get. I mean, it's not answer. my fault if, if I ask you a question and you make yourself look dumb, you know, or yeah. or whatever. Um, so that's why, like, sometimes you know, I, I try to, you know, give some kind of pushback or at least kind of say what what's what people would argue against. And I'm um, not scared of tough questions. Yeah. I grew up in a Zionist environment, so I've heard all of their talking points. Right? I stop myself from being brainwashed like through education through outreach with palestinians yeah. right how did that yeah i want to hear about that like, oh okay when, for sure when so how? in college i was a part of a fraternity called ae pi oh i know ae pi it's a jewish fraternity yeah. and i was a part of a pledge class that had eight american guys in it and then two guys who had served in the iof in the occupation army mm. and we were all being um hazed and so we were blindfolded they had our hands tied behind our backs. We were in a dark room. They were playing loud music. Essentially, they were like sensory deprivation torturing us. Mm-hmm. And so when you are blindfolded like that, your other senses really take over, yeah. right? 
And most of the American guys in this pledge class were like super uncomfortable because we'd never been tortured before. Mm -hmm. But I could hear <laughs> naturally. I could hear two Zionists, like the Israeli guys. Um, they were like laughing, like cackling, um, like mm -hmm. hyenas. You know what I mean? And they're also tied up. Already? They were also tied up, side right. by side to us. Weird. And so we were like, "Hey, what's up with you guys? You guys are giving off psycho vibes, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? I, like we love. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and literally, they BDSM said, stuff. "Bro, they said to me, they said used to we used to do this to Palestinians all the time. No way." And so that is like the first and that, time. That moment, they fucked up. Yeah, dog. That, they <laughs> yeah. created me. Actually, yeah. it was the problem. If they had just yeah. shut the fuck up, like the origin story. Yeah, for real. That is my Hero. origin story. Wow. Because the moment I heard them say that, bro, and they didn't stop there. Like I'll save you, but yeah, they yeah, yeah, they yeah. said more stuff. I mean, tell us. Nah, it's like they just told me more about how they were torturing Palestinians in specific ways. Uh -huh. And they were happy. Like, they were yeah. having a good time talking about it. And so yeah. that snapped me into like a totally different dimension. I was like, wow, everything I've ever been taught is a lie. Wow. Right. Cause like my family wasn't like super Zionist or anything, but we tolerated Zionism. We engaged in spaces where Zionism existed. I mean, and you now have no choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole point. I mean, they offered me to go on their so-called birthright trip. You know what I mean? And I was like, you guys are weird. I was born in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, once I heard that from the guys who had literally served in the occupation army, I was like, oh my God, dude, I need to find out way more about this. I started speaking to Palestinians. There was an SJP um, event, actually. Like, it was apartheid week, and I, I like, passed. It's better than Shark Week, or? I think so. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the same week. players, actually. <laughs> um, and I walked by it, and I saw the phrase, Israel's an apartheid. And I'd never, like, really engaged with that sentence before. And so I just went up and talked to them. But I talked to them with an open mind, right? I talked to them having just experienced this thing that set me on a course towards re-education, right. right? And once I heard from Palestinians, like, dog, it was a wrap. I started reading books, you know what I mean? And I just educated myself, listened to Palestinians and their stories. They were so gracious in sharing their history with me. You know what I mean? Somebody who it's like... You, they, there's no there's no real reason for them to share other than the fact that they just want people to know their story, right? right? Yeah. And it's like, they could easily have just been like, no, we're never letting somebody from your community in our house again, yeah. right? Yeah. I would understand. But they brought me in and, you know, they educated me. Maybe. And I'm forever grateful to the Palestinians who uh, helped me wake up out of a slumber, out of a brainwashing cult. What was your what thoughts was about it? Palestinians before that? I didn't have many. I'd never mm. really encountered them. Mm. I knew that if I made a joke at their expense, it would be well-received by a large audience. I knew that. Mm. But, oh, Interesting. But, but I never really encountered Palestinians directly. Because you were a comedian back then, too? No, I was not a comedian. Oh, okay. When did, I also want to know, when was this... This was in 2010 or so. And then I was kicked out of the fraternity. Um, you know, depends on who you ask, but I'd imagine my sympathy towards Palestinians didn't help. Yeah. Um, right. And then... Interesting. Yeah, so I was doing like, you know, I was protesting. I was like signing petitions, real white people stuff. Right. Um, just like behind the scenes. And then in about 2020, like I just started like focusing on Gaza. Mm. And also, you know... Like Palestine at large, of and I was like, "Dog, I cannot 
like not say anything anymore. Right. And so I started making videos then in 2020. Amazing. And um, yeah, you know, Palestinians found me on the internet and they were like, who the fuck is this Jew? Um, and my co-host, Kazan Girl, she was doing similar content at the time, you know. Um, she was talking about international law institutions. Mm -hmm. And we just reached out and were like, hey, really like your stuff, you know what I mean? And she actually approached me and she was like, we should do a podcast. And it turned yeah. into the Palestine pod. Now he's Aaliyah. I love it, dude. <laughs> I love the multiple was, costume changes. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, pick a fit and stay with yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's how Allah, that's brother. How <laughs> we're, uh, we're displaying all the different ways Pally Roots can be styled. I'm going yeah. to screenshot this and make a shirt. I'm going to wear him on my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, perfect. Nice. Yeah, this is from but, Pally uh, Roots. That's from Pally Roots. And get the, like get the selfie yeah, he took earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? But wait, yeah, that's yeah. how the Palace. Yeah, right. That's how the podcast started? That's how the podcast started. Yeah. Oh, wow. So let's uh And yeah. that's with what's what's your co-host name, I'm sorry? Lara. And uh her on online she's known as Gazan Girl. Okay. So Gazan mm. Girl. Yeah. yeah, I've heard so of her. Let's repeat that one more yeah. time. So you are a host or co-host co -host of the Palestine Pod. Right. Palestinepod.com, anywhere that you stream your podcasts. And my co-host is Lara, and she is known online as Gazan Girl. Right. Yeah, and you can find me online at Michael underscore Scherzer, as well as the Palestine Pod, if that's easier to remember. Nice. And Lara's an attorney, right? She is. She's a human rights attorney. So her family is from Gaza. Uh, they were kicked out, Show forcibly displaced in 1948, um, and now she practices international law, and she also helps uh, refugees who are being forcibly displaced to find a new home and a new life in new countries. She's great. And um, I love her so much. I respect her. She has become one of the prominent voices in the movement. And, uh, you know, I'm just so glad to have found her. Do you her. think that the, the union the, you guys have together too? Like, Yeah, it's a special bond that she and I have. She's an older sister to me. And, uh, you know, her family is my family. So, uh, doesn't really go the other way, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but like a Palestinian <laughs> human rights attorney. And, That's awesome. And yeah, active, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. Active, a comedian, freaking actor. I have a question. Um, what, you? No. I You were saying it doesn't go both ways for like, yeah. Yeah, less, so like my family is her family. Like I like my, I believe her family is my family, yeah. but I still have members of my family who are Zionists. So oh, I wouldn't oh, imagine I see, I see. that got she it, would subject herself it. to oh, that. Interesting. You know? Okay, yeah. Um, what's yeah. your what's your question? Then? I forgot. Go ahead. I was, <laughs> was going to do it. It was, uh, it was a uh, banger. I bet. I shook it off. Yeah. Uh, we got it. Also, we wanted to announce again. We're collaborating with Pally Roots. Shout out Pally Roots. Shout out Pally Roots. You know they've been standing on business for. I mean, saying in Amina, Palestinians really putting us on and stuff. And it's it's it's, it's great to be in collaboration with them. Oh, I remember my and, question. I feel like Mary and, Poppins uh, right now. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like better uh, Mary Pop off. That was good. They they were uh, gracious enough to hook us up with some merch. So this is this isn't even out yet. Uh, it's the Eliana collab. It's coming out in February. Um, probably when you see this, it's already out. So use code Habibi House to get fifteen percent off for the rest of your life. So, again, um, code Habibi House. And that's a sweater from them too, right? You'll see the link below. Um, I remember my question now. So uh, there's, there's a lot of, you know, activists and um, supporters of, you know, the liberation. Um, do you think that it's necessary for there to be like a Nelson Mandela type singular figure? 
I don't think so. I think a decentralized approach is better because anytime you elevate somebody to a certain level, they get assassinated. But, uh, you know, I think our Nelson Mandela is probably in jail right now, right? Or on his way. Like, he's probably in the occupation's dungeons. It, maybe it's one of the gentlemen who dug their way out with a spoon, right? You know what I mean? It's like, Shush, it's yeah. entirely possible that, uh, you know, a movement can persist without, like, one particular leader. And it's often, you know troublesome to put all your eggs in one basket basically right, right. decentralized yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah. i like yeah. that like a decentralized revolution, revolution right and that's why when the occupation talks about how they're targeting like top hamas leader you know what i mean it's <laughs> like guess what dog the resistance will go on it's a it's a mindset it's a mind state mm -hmm. it's not a like a singular person and like you right. said there's multiple facets of it and there's many ways and i think when it becomes powerful maybe it's not the one person it's many people stepping into their role yes. as if you will the main character that's actually a great point is it's everyday people like you and me who are changing the way that we behave in order to bring about a better world. Mm -hmm. Like people who are abiding by the strike right now that Bison called for, right? That's like who are not spending any money, who are not doing any bank transactions. Yeah. That's a huge... You gotta start that today. That's a huge today. sacrifice some people are making. Can I get groceries first? I mean, you can do what you can. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. like right, anything right. is better than nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. But right. like society remembers particular individuals, right? Mm -hmm. But all of those individuals were just regular people who were presented with extraordinary instances right like people who stepped up to the plate yes. at a time when they were needed and they said to imperialists they said no right. they said to colonialists right. they said no right. they said to racists they said yes. no standing right? your ground stand your ground yeah. stand on business in this mm -hmm. moment right mm -hmm. like standing on business. yeah it's like you have to you have to as regular road. people have to approach the power structure because it's not going to be you know cut and dry one yeah. guy does it all like right. that's so much pressure right. on somebody and obviously everyone do everything they can so, so I, what i'll say is like everybody doesn't have to do everything that's true but everybody does have to do something what you can right so there's an organization called palestine action right they are doing the important work of dismantling weapons manufacturers mm -hmm. Right now, I think it's the most effective organization oh, that you I can donate to, right? Because if you donate elder, to aid, right? if you donate to aid, even like the the accredited aid organizations, they have trucks that are waiting at the Rafa border that are not being allowed right. into yeah, Gaza. But I, but I also I still think that's a, a bit of a dangerous um, message to spread because we still need the aid. To, you can to send aid, but a lot of aid is not getting in. Right, so right. what I'm saying is that I think the most effective use of money, if you want to send money to a cause is for the people of Palestine action because they are dismantling the weapons before they get there. Got it. Right? And so it's like, you don't have to pick up a sledgehammer. Not everybody has to pick up a sledgehammer. Right. But you could buy a sledgehammer for somebody who wants to do that. Right? You know what I mean? Not everybody has to do everything, but everybody does have to do something. So find where you fit into the movement and be useful. In any way possible. Any way. And we talk a lot about... You were talking about where not to spend. Is does it go as far as like local, like spend and small, smaller business, right? right. I mean, not support the Palestinian businesses. Do not do not buy anything from McDonald's. Do not buy anything from Starbucks. Do not buy anything from Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. There is a BDS national campaign list that you can check, cross reference. There is an app called Bycott that I recommend because you can scan any product and find if they are yeah. offending yeah. or in support of the occupation of Palestine. Absolutely. And I encourage you to do that. Yeah. 
It's like a small thing that you can do yeah. to make sure that you're not supporting an industry which is profiting from genocide. We're talking about that. Like we'll when Bassam used like oh, yeah. he, he gets he's he got huge off of the interview and then now he's right. selling out arenas. Right. right? So it's like what's yeah. how do you see I that? mean Should he also it? went on Piers Morgan and condemned the resistance. So you know what I mean? You'll never see me do that. Yeah. Uh <laughs> one of your faves went on Piers Morgan and said uh you know that he fucking hates the resistance. Well, I feel like so. they had that's music. That was yeah. like the and wait, abduction wait, question that that they oh, it's oh, like oh. let's get rid of let's just get rid of this question so we can move yeah. on. Look, I understand. Yeah. I understand the position he's in, you know what I mean? Um but he didn't have to say he fucking hates them. I think he was just trying to like disarm their arguments. I understand what he was doing. You know, um, and I'm not even shading him for that. Yeah. It's the, there were like, there's a little bit extra to it. You, you know what I mean? Okay. Where it's like, if you don't support Palestinian resistance, you don't support a free Palestine. Yeah. It, it, it is that weird, like, <laughs> you, you want, you want Palestinians to be bodies, right? You want them to yeah. be skulls that you can share as like an image. But, Palestinians deserve dignity. Right. Palestinians deserve freedom. And how do they get that? It's not by going on fucking Pierce Morgan. It's a, it, there is a certain, you know, a fear. It's it's all <laughs> no, it's good. all about fear, right? Um, you don't you're fearing saying even the word, you know, hummus, right? And uh, you can't say it, and you'll get canceled, or you get even worse, you'll get blacklisted. You won't work again. And it's a, it's that fear, right? And there are some there are just people that are they. They can't take it anymore, and and we're we're not afraid anymore. Yeah, and and couldn't be I me. Could, I could see how that. <laughs> yeah, I support resistance of any kind right. to colonialism. Right, I supported the Jews when they came up in Warsaw ghetto the uprising. Ghetto, exactly. Right, I support the South Africans, Nelson Mandela's ANC, in their struggle against apartheid, and I support the Palestinians in their struggle to liberate their land, the indigenous Palestinian right. resistance. Algerians against the French. Yeah, I support that. All of that. It's funny when you were talking, my hood got a little too high. I'm like, wait. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're built like an I ice cream cone right, right now. You know what I mean? That. That's a euphemism. <laughs> you're at sure. the wrong <laughs> meeting, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, no, man. The Listen, clan bro, is down the I hall. That's the other studio. Team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, this guy's on our team, yeah, dog. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for having me yeah, on. Um, I really appreciate the platform you guys have built, Bro, the conversations you're having. Appreciate you, and, dog. Uh, thank you. you should, uh, how, so is how, that, when does comedy a, come in for you? Uh, that's what I want to know. Uh, I mean, I do stand up. You know, <laughs> but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, I like, do stand up also. Yeah, we can talk about that as well. When did that come in? Like, because I know you were saying. Oh, so I started doing stand up in like 2014. Okay. So you graduated 2010 from the frat, left or got kicked. So I got kicked out in 2010, 2011, and. And I started doing stand-up after college. In New York? No, in L.A. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I went to it? school at UCSB. That's true. UCSB. Um, and like? yeah, I got a bunch of shows coming up. I'm actually going to be on tour in Europe with my buddy Morgan J. Oh, I know Morgan uh, J. Yeah, yeah. Back when he was like, I was on his email list back in 2010. Oh, gee, shit. Because we threw like a comedy competition yeah, or right. whatever. That's one of my best but friends. That's cool. And yeah. so we're going to Europe and I'll be around. I got a bunch of shows. Check out my, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Instagram. What's your IG? 
Michael underscore Scherzer. How do you spell Scherzer? Is it S C H I R T Z E R? So you okay. knew the answer. Okay. Yeah. What are you want this guy? Sure. You know what I mean? What are you? This guy over here? Well, how do you spell that actually? Like, wait, wait. I don't get it. Because you, you, you ask people questions you know the answer to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Strategically. <laughs> it's what we call a callback in comedy. Is it? No, because you know one of those things. We don't get those as actors, though. Yeah, I could tell. I had to explain the joke. No callbacks. I'll be doing commentary on my own jokes. Uh, <laughs> now, it's one of those explain things you think it. you know what you... Explain yeah. it. Sort of like an ESPN <laughs> breakdown. Uh, is like, you like that joke, huh? Explain it. <laughs> it gets so real. Nice. Um, that's yeah. cool, though. So you're performing all over... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last night, cool. I was in Long Beach. Tonight, I have a show in West Adams. I know this is not going to air for a while, yeah. but uh, yeah, I got shows all around. Can we come one of these shows? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I got a show on East LA on the 28th, I think. Um, East LA. I home. saw I did him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like you East. got any comps for that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. Wait, no, there's a global strike. I can't yeah, spend yeah, any money. Yeah, yeah. 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 Buy tickets the 29th. <laughs> uh, ah, two smart, drink minimum. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's not my show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. you guys actually down to stop spending money for the next few days? Because I, I, I mean, I mean you don't spend money anyway. So Isan called for it, and I'm also broke so it's very convenient you know what yeah, I mean yeah, exactly yeah I think that's what he's trying to get at yeah. Yeah, didn't have to Bison is saving me money and I need <laughs> right. it right now I think, uh, I think we can end with though. a joke if you want yes um, so you know being Jewish it doesn't really matter uh, because you, if you say free Palestine on the internet the Zionists will often send you nasty messages um, hate mail death threats etc and so the other day they sent me a message where they were like we will cut out your tongue what? And I was like, that's fucked up. You guys know I love to eat pussy. Okay, what's going on? Uh, you're reading my text. I wish you would stop, okay? Google Pegasus. Thank you guys so much for having me. They're also like, we're going to cut out your tongue, but you're like, but I use my fingers to type. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, we'll break your but fingers so you can't upload. And I'm like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Our boy Diz was telling us that he was getting some messages that are interesting too. Disaster, they're bad. Yeah, right. yeah, we have to mention him too every episode. They try to disarm. They try to scare people, bro. Scare yeah. tactics. Oh, I, I mean, got, I got in death threats. I mean, they sure reached out to every comedy club in Los Angeles trying to get me not booked there. Uh, little did they know, oh. I already don't get booked there. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I think I saw that yeah, joke. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's crazy. That's yeah. Funny. All right. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, in. Shit, thank you guys. To, appreciate should, it. should we wrap? Should we do a little? Do you have time? No, we, we got don't. a minute. Dang it. All right, listen to this new verse. Because since we've been going gangster, so we might as well do the thing. Right. I just wrote we this. We want this on camera. Um, they throw dirt on our name and defame us, more hurt on our pain. I said, they throw dirt on our name and detain us, more hurt on our pain. And no, no, I said, they throw dirt on our name and deface and defame us, like defamation. They throw dirt on our name and defame us. They throw dirt on our name and defame us, more hurt on our pain and detain us. Swore that we'll be maimed and defaced us. Mm. Murder, she will sing and reach angels. Hostages, but the torture turned them casualties. Oh, this is my shit? Thank you. Casualties, they done poached and burned them. Fallacies, they done roped in curtains. Stand for peace, they gonna stomp our purpose. Plant a seed, they gonna dig in turn soil. Fantasies, but we live in turmoil. Plan disease and they farm our organs. Cadavers seized and they harm our corpses. Autopsies reveal vitals stolen. Left in pieces on borders. 
Autopsies reveal vital stolen, morbid thieves they won't let us mourn or rest in peace they done torn us open, left in pieces on borders closed in, shrapnel pieces ripped limbs and broke them, gassed to breathe by the rubble silence, ask these kids what they thought of violence, before imposing them on your violence, before enclosing them with piles of rocks and concrete that dampen cries of help and drown their screams with sirens rhetorically, paint them as targets, enforcing greed on their gentle kindness. The war machine, judge. Mental tyrants. Hopefully, they reap what they've all conspired in. And I hope they meet their own designed and closely tweaked and bleak self-prescribed end. And the world will speak and seek truth from blindness. And we'll all be free from Zionist confinements. Man. Bars. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's get it. It's coming to the studio. How you gonna studio, walk out when the bars come out, bro? Good, I just rolled up with a bag of trees. Hey, with a man, with a man. Spit my shit. I just rolled up with a bag of trees. You know I can rap as well. Can you? Yeah, bro, spit some. Are we right still now. rolling? Yeah. All right. I got the skill, will, and ability to fill up a soliloquy. Ooh. Parallel to Paramount, but you probably rather get rid of me because these are loose times, but these rhymes speak with legitimacy. Mm. Mm. You okay. see, I feel the entrapment of myself and everybody beside me. I mean, if we live in a free, non-fascist society, then why are we surrounded by surveillance and bombarded for ID? Ooh. It's not so my friends could keep a tab on where to find me. My uh. kin and everyone I've been with is standing right behind me. Ooh. It's so that Bilderberg could keep that all-seeing eye on me. They spy on me mm. through phone taps, TV, and computer. Mm. I wonder what they'd say about today if you asked JFK or Martin Luther. Mm. Bob Marley, John Lennon, MLK Jr., Tupac, B.I.G., Malcolm X. The government kills anyone that they suspect. Mm will speak out and be listened to because the power to bring down the tyrannies of evil is in you. Mm. That's why they imprison you, literally and figuratively. Mm. I got so much to say if the opportunity is given to me. I've risen to the occasion. I'm going to keep on raising like I'm in the sun. Mm. These mm. invasions, enslavement. There's no battle to beat one because the CIA created all ISIS and Al-Qaeda, gave them weapons and training. It was all planned that later they would be the main scare in the war on terror. Uh -huh. And that's just code for the public accepting a moron's error. Woo! And a moral terror to boot, the next child soldier dead at the hands of a shooter, shoot. Who'd have known truth to be stranger than fiction? Top of the pyramid's broken, it'll take the bottom to fix them. Nearly every politician's on a mission like Nixon. Sell mm. you crack in new venues, got the whole world fixing. Mm. To fire it up. Watch out, these mental gates are closing, they have wired them shut. Arm yourselves with knowledge and guns and aim high from your gut, because this is fascism, and it's fast in them. I wonder if the Germans could see the car coming before the fucking crash hit them. I'm past kidding. I can't just be telling my jokes. I'm trying to expose these evil demons by expelling their cloaks. Oof. They want you to think about Democrat, Republican, so that you don't think it's the devil's grasp that the Republic's in. The answer is in men, women, and children to build a new society for and by men, women, and children. Until then, we're all just slaves to the banks, corporations, and the royalty, whose mission is division of precision while they spoil thee, with product placement, PR, and marketing for toiletry. Mm. This poetry is my form of revolt with more kick and horsepower than I could hold in a cult. These occult symbols appear in movies and TV. We let emotion bypass logic. Really, it's too easy. Sleazy as hell, but it gets the job done. Good luck looking your kid in the eyes and telling him how hard it is to get a job, son. Mm. That's the kind of thing that makes me think that there's no God, son. Mm. No one with such power and foresight would let the world be dominated by capitalist, imperialist, Zionist crooks out and forthright. It's all a test, man. With more sight by the people and less by the eye, we can forcibly undress their phony disguise, disguise wise to the plot, the conspiracy of the wealthy. 
But I got to give them credit on their ability for stealth. Oh, yeah. Because we had no idea for far too long, but the common struggles of man are far too strong. We don't have time to debate or argue too long. I've been paying dues and taxes now for far too, too long. long. God damn it. <laughs> I profess that progress is no less than the abolishment of the criminal conspiracy known as the Federal Reserve. A crazy, quasi, nazi government organization that's got America by its spinal column and could sever its nerve. Their interests are not for the betterment of the people. On the contrary, they serve the predication, perpetration of evil. Mm. They serve corporations, organizations, all the sort that's making the individual suffer. But strap up, young buck, these times will get tougher. Yeah. They use information, media, <laughs> movies, music, technology as a buffer to send an unfamiliar message through a messenger we trust, or even make us think about insignificant material things to block out right. facts about 9-11, how they found no material wings, mm. no engine, no nothing. Big explosion. <laughs> Zionism is a game and these motherfuckers are bluffing. I'm stuffing my brain full of information. That's the most powerful weapon against the nation. And nationality is a pitiful attempt to override an individual's rationality. You follow a leader numerous times into the desert on a fallacy? <laughs> he won't even lead. He declares war with a policy. Right. <laughs> if it was up to me, I would abolish he who burns us with chemical radiation and then taxes every aloe tree. Mm -hmm. We're in it so deep, but this whole country's shallow. We have no idea for far too long. Oh, wait, no. Uh, the whole country's shallow. We uh, keep our mind focused on basketballs or on rings when we should be looking for them crooked ones we call kings. Right. Right. I fucked up at the end there, but you get the point. It's been a while since I've done Slam. Heck? That was fire. <laughs> Who's second coming or your savior is impersonating, basically? That was, a, that, was a, that was a bar I said on my... Who's second coming or your savior is impersonating? Mm. These freaking mm -hmm. kings, these crooked yeah, yeah, yeah. kings. That's who we should be abolishing. Bro, what the heck just Let's happened? Go. Bro, he can do everything. Comedy, rap, political commentating. All right, man. Yeah, burns in the aloe tree bar. Yeah, 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 yeah there's too one. many bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mashallah, bro. That was an incredible. Taxes every aloe tree. We're in it so deep in this whole country. Shallow. And we, we never think about the genius who would outlaw a tree that could produce food, fuel, clothing, textiles domestically for all to see. Mm. Nah. See, today we pay attention to all the wrong things. We, <laughs> we soak up subliminal messages yeah. that all the songs sings. Right. We keep our mind focused on basketballs or on rings when we should be looking for them crooked ones they call kings. kings. Habibi house. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Seriously, clap That was legendary, bro. Amazing. Thank you, I appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it.